What is up? Welcome to 2024, a new year. Happy New Year. And to celebrate the first episode of 2024, I have video. Yes, for the first time, I am recording video. So if you're listening on uh, Spotify or Apple or whatever, that's fine. This content is still for audio. But if you go to YouTube, you'll be able to see my face recording this live. Yeah, it's the beginning of a new year and the first week has been crazy. I decided to focus only on marketing in the first three months of this year. And I want to tell you all about it. I also want to tell you how João and I, João being my co-founder, started a podcast in just one day. Yes, a professional podcast in just one day. I want to tell you all about it in this episode. But first, welcome. Welcome to the wannabe entrepreneur. My name is Tiago. For the first time listeners, this is the podcast that uh, tells you what it's really like to bootstrap a company. In uh, about, I guess now it's what, two years, three years? I don't even know. I left my job to focus 100% in my project. Since then, I've been trying a lot of things and failing a lot. And I've been narrating my journey here in this podcast. And in the beginning, or kind of beginning of 2023, we... My co-founder and I started PodSqueeze, a company, a fully bootstrapped indie company that has been growing and has some decent success. The last episode of 2023 was an interview or a conversation between myself and my co-founder, João, where we kind of told all about our first year with a proper company. And it started amazing and then ended in a not-so-high note because we kind of stagnated, right? So, yeah, this is the beginning of a new season. And uh, let me tell you how... Let's let's go back to the last day of the year. You know, for for me, it's a kind of party that I really like. The New Year's Eve is something that I enjoy. I don't know why. Maybe because of the symbolism of, like, ending of a new year and the starting of, of something new. And it's always exciting. It's always glamorous. And I like... Normally to go somewhere, be with my friends and, and celebrate and, and be around the, the people I love, of course. And I don't know, I was feeling a bit bummed out. I was feeling a bit bummed out. I was feeling a bit sad because I felt, and of course this is really wrong, but I felt that, I don't know, after so much work, just for you to understand, it's been, it's been 10 years, 10 years since I, or more than since I like started my first projects, you know, of course, back then I had a job and everything. I was not full time, but I was trying and trying and trying and never really succeeded. So I was feeling tired. It was a a year that was really tiring with a lot of things, both, you know, in my personal life and also like building a company and everything. And, and I thought that now 2024 would be the year of like relaxation, you know, okay, just growth, chill. And no more grinding. Oh boy, was I wrong? Because I was just stagnating. Joe and I was were like feeling this that the, the drive that we just had from our company was stagnating. And I don't know, I, I felt bummed out. I felt tired. I didn't want to start something new. I didn't want to grind anymore. I just just wanted to like have go back go 
to the end, to the end of the journey where like I am an entrepreneur with success and made millions exiting my company, whatever. But yeah, so I was feeling a bit bummed out. I called you out in like at 1 a.m. after like already in 2024 and I was telling him about it. And, and the one thing they told me was like, dude, think about, you know, the people that would love to be in your position. There's so many people, you know, making minimal wage, trying to to just survive here in Portugal. And I'm here complaining because I have a job and I know and my my startup is not making millions, it's just making hundreds of thousands or okay, hundred and fifty thousand, whatever. And but it's crazy. Uh, and it, it really, you know, put things in perspective for me. It told me, like, dude, just Think about what we achieve. Think about your life, you know, and and stop complaining. And yeah, sometimes we need this. Sometimes we need a little bit of perspective. It's something that I tell to others. You know, if, if, there was times where I was the one in the other position. I was telling like, dude, or, or to a friend or whatever. I was telling them like, put things into perspective. And sometimes we just forget to do that. So him telling me this was important. It's important to have friends. And, and loved ones and, and people around you that, you know, pull you back to reality and tell like, what you achieved is great and, and really appreciate it. So, yeah, I, I felt that. I felt the, um, that we, yeah, I have a great life. I have an amazing life. I'm like living the dream, you know? I, I, live, in a, uh, I live in a country that I love with, you know, a partner that I love with friends with a job that I love and I get to work from home and do like follow my dream, my passion. So first and foremost, that's that's how I want to start a year. I want to start a year with positive vibes, knowing that I have a great life and, and try to, I don't know if I'll do that, but you know, once in a while, think about the great things and the great things in, in my life, right? Not only focusing on the negatives. I think that's really important. And okay, enough of the, the co- coaching and stuff. Like, let's go to more practical stuff. So, in in the end of the of the year, I told you about it. I had this conversation with um, an investor, an investor in Portugal. His name is Tosha, and it was just a catch up, a networking. And I told him about our problems with PodSqueeze, and he told me that about the curve of innovation. I told you about it in the, I think, not the previous episode, but the other one. And it told me that now to jump from, you know, this early innovators to, to the early adopters, we needed to, you know, really learn about marketing and get a lot of momentum, a lot of momentum. So I thought, okay, this is the year of marketing. We need to do something crazy. We need to get people talking about pot squeeze. Of course, that we are not disregarding the product. We are not disregarding all of that. These things need to continue, but we need to also start doing marketing. And I started researching because for me, marketing, or for a lot of companies, marketing is Google Ads. It's, uh, you know, SEM and and Facebook and everything and spending tons of money, which is something that we, Joe and I, we don't like this. I don't think this is a proper, like spending money and to see if we will get something. We're also not very good at it. We just like lose a lot of money because of that. And... So and we are a bootstrap company, right? We don't have this money to invest. So we need to come up with bootstrap marketing techniques. And thankfully, thankfully, well, thankfully, there is one way to do that. It's called guerrilla marketing. It's not guerrilla. 
Okay, this video is amazing. It's not guerrilla, it's guerrilla marketing. And if you go on YouTube and just search for like examples of guerrilla marketing, you'll see tons of ads. You know, the first ones that come to my mind is the one uh, that Nivea did where they asked someone to paint you and then they'll show you the person and they'll compare you the drawings, whatever. Just go and I'm not doing a good job describing, but you know, these kind of campaigns, that is that to make campaigns that are low budget but they are a kind of a viral component, a component that people can, you know, share it around. And with a small investment, you'll get a lot of publicity around it. So I told Joan, Joan, this is all about guerrilla marketing. And I think if you remember our last conversation of the last episode, he told, uh, he spoke about this naivete that I have, like positive naivete. I always think, and that this is kind of a superpower and can also be a kryptonite. But I always think that things will work out and I will have a lot of success in some things of my life, at least. And in inter- entrepreneurship is one of those. I, I, I always think, dude, we are going to do something amazing. We are going to do a, com- a campaign, a guerrilla marketing campaign that everyone will love. And Podsquiz will like start growing because this is an amazing market. And she was like, uh, I don't think it'll work, but let's do it. <laughs> and basically, that, that's that was his approach. I was like, okay, that's good enough. And we said, okay, we have three months. We have three months to reach two hundred thousand um, ARR. That that was our goal. So for three months, we are going to grind. We are going to do guerrilla marketing. We are going to try a lot of things, and yeah, and then we'll revise. If in three months we'll just like get back and, and kind of, you know, see what they're going to do next. But for the, for the next three months, it's going to be a lot of guerrilla marketing. So we sat down. We sat down and we decided to do a brainstorming. We did a brainstorming last year to come up with the idea of pot squeeze and we did another one now with, to come up with this, this guerrilla marketing. They had like a huge list, a list of ideas that was like, you know, for me, ideas are easy. They can be easy. So a lot of crazy ideas, a lot of good ideas. And one of the ideas that we discussed was creating a podcast, a podcast for Pod Squeeze, which makes sense, right? We are a company that you know helps podcasters. It makes sense that we have a podcast for multiple reasons. First reason, we get to try our product. I try the product with this podcast, but Joan doesn't. So now we have a podcast that we can try our product on. And this is the best way, by the way. If you want to learn how to make great products, you need to be the first user. Sorry, I know sometimes, I don't know, you do something that you don't... You know, it's, you are not the, um, the user of the product. That's the best. That's the best. Because then you know if you are really solving a problem or not. So, yeah, that's the first component. Second component, we get to speak with a lot of our users. Yeah, we have face-to-face time with them. Some of them are paid users. They are non-paid users. And we get to speak with them and ask questions and, as well, connect the face to the product. Because... Even though this is an online product, there is a lot of human component to it. I didn't notice. I was surprised it's about SaaS, but it's true. It's like having your coffee shop, you know, when you go have a coffee every day and you know the bar, uh, the barista and everything, and you love it because you know the face is exactly the same. When, and we notice this, the moment people see us, they'd be like, okay, cool. So there's these two, two guys, they're building this company. I know them now. I have more trust. And because I have more trust, I will not churn as much. You know, and if they want to churn, and this happens now, like we had recently a big agency that was working with us and they just sent us an email saying, hey, we're thinking maybe churning and maybe going to the competition. But before we want to talk with you to see if there's something we can do. 
And that's great. That's part of this relationship that we are creating. So, so far, A, we get to test our product. B, we get to talk with our users, right? And C, it's the viral and the viral and, and marketing component, which is, first of all, we interview them. We speak about the, the podcast uh, is, is lessons for podcasters. So it's a podcast for podcasters. So we get, you know, knowledge from them. We ask them to kind of speak a little bit about PodSquiz. We don't ask them, we just ask questions because they are users. They will always like say good things about it. And we have like tons of, you know, clips that we can share on social media and it can have the viral thing to it, right? Because the podcasters then will share their clips with their friends with some of them will also be podcasters, right? So yeah, that that that's how the idea came to me. And this is going to be a fun story for you because we, Jean and I, created a podcast in 24 hours. We created a podcast in 24 hours. And that is crazy. This is really, like, it's amazing. The technology and everything was involved to do to make this happen. So let's go back. Let's go back to, I think it was Wednesday, or if I'm not mistaken, I think it was actually, I started on Tuesday. This Tuesday, uh, I sent an email. I sent an email to our list of uh, 5,000 people that open our, our uh, newsletter. And I said, hey, like we want to start a podcast. And we didn't have a name, anything. It's just, we're going to start a podcast. We're going to interview you about your podcast and lessons, uh, you know, about um, the things that you've learned as a podcaster. Do you want to be interviewed? Like, do you want to be a guest? And I just sent the email. And at first I thought I would only send the email to the paid users, but then like, nah, man, I, I need, we need to have content and only a few you know, small percentage will want. Then I send the message, went to my training, and then two hours later, I grabbed my phone and was like, my I was getting notifications and notifications because I shared my Calendly where people can actually book in my calendar. I was getting notifications. Oh my God, I opened my calendar. You have no idea. Like literally the next three or four days were packed. Like every hour there was one interview i was like oh my god what have i done and then like i scrolled to the to the next uh, next week and like, the whole week the whole week was fully booked and i was like oh my god like i called joan and he's like yeah yeah i know i just saw it what have you done like we have so many people and suddenly everyone wants to be a part of the podcast and it's amazing it's really cool um of course that you know my heart was you know, I was feeling really anxious because this is too much. I don't have time. I need, I, there's other stuff I can do, right? This is too much. So we decided to cancel a few of them or like kind of postpone and focus only on the paid users at the moment, uh, which kind of pissed off a few people. And I understand it's frustrating. And uh, going back, it was clearly a mistake. I should have only sent the to the uh, restrictor group, you know, like to the um, paid users. But yeah, it was a mistake. Someone got upset. But here, there's also something I want to say. So many times it happened that someone sent an email or a message on the chat, really upset, really rude, kind of. In in the uh, and we got the same. Some people said like, "This is you guys are are terrible. Why did you do this? Uh, you don't respect me. I just deleted my account. Please do not answer anymore." And I always try to answer politely and professionally. So I I was really apologetic. I was like, I'm really sorry for this. And I explained, we are a team of two. We are a bootstrap company. And um, yeah, we, we still want to interview you. I will 
I added you to a list of future guests. And once we finish the first the first batch, we are going to interview you. And suddenly, this person's game completely changed. Like, oh yeah, now it's my time to say sorry. I, I shouldn't have reacted like this. I just created another account. I'm going to be a client. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Like, if you answer people, you know, with respect and, and you are apologetic, like they just change their mind so fast. This this has happened so many times that people sent a really upset message and then they you you respond, you answer properly, and then they completely change your tone and suddenly you're best friends. <laughs> so next day I told Joan, I was like, dude, you need to come, you know, you need to come to my place and we need to like start this podcast because we have three months, let's grind, let's start this podcast. Back I, I in the first day I interviewed three people and we started. So we came here as like, okay, what's what's the name? What name should we have for the podcast? And we're like, you know, coming up coming up with names. I don't know if you've tried this for your company or or domain names, but it's so hard. It's so hard. So I we wanted something simple, something that you would read the name and immediately understand what the podcast was about. So it was called Lessons from a Podcaster. That's the name. I know it's not the most amazing name. Yeah, granted. But, you know, it's obvious what it is about, right? It's about lessons from a podcaster. We had the name, we started, we got the video, we recorded video as well. And also one of the reasons why I have this camera, uh, by the way, uh, and I don't know if you're noticing, obviously if you're only listening, you cannot notice, but there's some kind of good lighting because I immediately ran and then went to stores, like I need to buy those, you know, Instagram circular lights that everyone is using and i need one of those so i bought them i got everything set up i interviewed the first people we got the name joan was like working on the logo it took him like actually two or three hours like coming up with some idea for a logo at the same time we were i'm i was um you know going putting everything into pot squeeze and creating the assets and and joan did like all the the editing actually there was not a lot of editing but we, we just basically put one video on top of the other, and that's it. And previously, we kind of arranged the questions because we wanted to be a short you know, podcast. Very short episodes are like about 25, no, sorry, 15 to 20 minutes. And we did it. We did it. We released the first episode, and we're about to release. And John told me, man, we need, we need some nice intro because... Tiago, you your English is flawless, but it's not native. It's not American. And I was like, "What? What are you saying, Jean? Of course, man." And then I kind of listened to it, and no, yeah, it's totally not native. There's like, there's an accent. There's an accent. There's a Portuguese accent. I'm sorry, there is. Um, so we thought, okay, maybe we can just hire someone from Fiverr and 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 ask them to do a voice to like to do these intros for your podcast. And I was like, no, we need to be fast. I mean, we are 2024. Can't we do this with, with AI? And she was like, ah, maybe. So I opened this website. It's called 11 Labs. And you can actually write down your text. And it says, like, it reads. And it's perfect accent. It's, it's really good. It's human-like. But there was no excitement. It was just reading, hey, welcome to the podcast, blah, blah, blah. And I needed some excitement. So... One really cool feature that you can do with these 11 labs is you can record it yourself with your voice and then put it into the AI and the AI will put it in some other voice, you know, woman's voice and and male and completely different. And my accent 
it, it still kind of catches a, a little bit of your accent. So it didn't work for my accent. You could clearly see that it was not a native. So I asked my friend Brian, and uh, he's Canadian, living in Canada. And it was like, I think, 4 a.m. here. And in Canada, it was maybe maybe 5 p.m., I don't know. And I was telling him, hey, dude, can you record this real quick? I, I want to do this right now. I was like, yeah, dude, I will just record it. He recorded it, and it was amazing. And if you go now on Lessons from Podcaster, we have the first episode out. And you listen to it. The introduction is so human-like, but it was created with an AI. That's crazy. It's, it's so insane. So we did this, and then we did the outer, outro, you know, the end of the podcast. And I went on Red Circle, which is the tool I use to, to publish this, this podcast as well. And it's done in 24 hours. How crazy is that? In 24 hours, we have a kind of professional podcast on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube. Uh, we have shorts. We have everything done with two, you know, with two guys. And since then, I've interviewed like another five or six people. So we have great content. So now the question remains: Is this a good strategy? So far, we launched it on YouTube. In the first twenty-four hours, we got more than hundred views. Uh, we have more than twenty downloads. And so far, I started uh, doing shorts. Shorts, you know, short content video. Obviously, you know what shorts are. Um, there's multiple pl platforms we've tried on uh, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, it kind of worked for the other for the, for the other um, platforms, but YouTube, I just launched it, and I just came home and I just saw that my short that I put it yesterday at like uh, 3 a.m. has already 500 views. Crazy, 500 views. Uh, yeah, definitely short, and this kind of short-form video works really well. Now the question is, will this attract you know, enough buzz to increase our number of views and users? That I don't know. But I'm not going to wait <laughs> too much time for it, because we already have a lot of other ideas. Uh, we're going to do a product hunt launch, another one for the clips. We, want, we have like some crazy, crazy shit ideas that we're going to do. Um, I, I had this idea, I, I told Joel, to like launch a huge campaign called What the Fuck is Pod Squeeze, where we would like get all the, the interviews and you know, we would record videos and say, like, I'm a podcaster, I'm using Pod Squeeze, and some people saying, What is Pod Squeeze? and try to like launch it everywhere to see if they would create enough buzz that would get, you know, retweets and stuff like that. I don't know. Again, positive naivety. That's I, I'm owning it now. Yeah. So wow. It's been an exciting first week of this year. Uh, at the same time, I have been feeling that there's so much work. And I don't know when to stop it. Like, I don't know. Because I feel that if I want to compete with all the competitors, if I want to grow, if I want to make millions, I need to be all in. I need to work 100%, right? And then one of the other aspects of this year, one of the other goals I had was to kind of keep growing my social life. I felt that I've been neglecting it a little bit, neglecting my friends, not when there's something, you know, some event I want to do, but sometimes I just don't want to go. I just want to work. And that's that scares me. It scares me a little bit. Um, I don't know how to fix this because I've been... Try. That's my goal. I want to do that. But the moment I started the year, I was like, no, I just I have so much to do, so much work. 
And this is a purpose, right? This is a life purpose to work and, and to make something amazing, something that like a legacy, right? That will outlive me. That's some kind of purpose of mine. Um, but at the same time, I also want to be with my friends. I want to be known as, you know, someone like a friend, someone that, that you can count on. And it is also important for me. So in the short term, in the short term, focusing 100% on work will is definitely, I think, the best I can do for work, for pot squeeze, to grow, to achieve amazing things. I need to focus 100%. And if you see, you know, Elon Musk's kind of guys and, and those huge tech gurus and CEOs, they just focus, or for a time of, or period of their life, they focus 100% on their business. I don't want to do that and I want to do that at the same time. It's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. I want that. I want the goal. I want to do something amazing that outlives me. But at the same time, I also want to enjoy it. And this is a really tricky line to walk on. I, I, I'm i still figuring that out. I have to say I'm still figuring that out. And I was expecting that this podcast, you know, just by talking with you, this would help. Um Let's, I don't know, I, I think it just, I think that I need to change my mindset a little bit. I need to think that work, and this is a bit crazy, is not everything. <laughs> yeah, sure, I want to make something amazing. Sure, I want to compete with uh, the, all the competitors. I want people to see Squeeze as an example of a great company. That will bring a lot of you know satisfaction to my life. But I as well, I want to be... Um, I know that this doesn't work in the long term, right? If I only focus on work, then I will have a burnout. And I will at some point kind of lose... The motivation, because I'll be like, what's the point? Okay, I have work, I have money, maybe, I don't know, maybe I don't, but I have no friends, <laughs> right? And at the same time, so of course that by working on this, on the social aspect, on the mental health now, it's crucial if I want to do this for the long run, and I've, I've talked about that many times here. And at the same time, it's not everything, right? It's not only about work, it's about making an impact on the people I love, it's about being there and and developing other aspects of my life that are not only work-related. In the end of the day, though, I am an entrepreneur. Like, there's no way around it. So I will be always coming up with ideas, speaking about business. Everything I'm doing, there's everything. In everything I do in my life, there's always, you know, a question, a business question. Like, can I make a business out of this? Like, how is this working? How much money will this make? That's fine. That's me. But I need to know how to disconnect. And I need to know that work is not everything, you know. And with this, I mean scheduling things with my friends, you know, doing something for me, doing sports, you know. I, I As you know, I do Muay Thai. But sometimes when I get too excited about work, I'm like, I don't, I don't need to go. I don't need to waste this one hour to go and do some exercise. I can just keep working, keep grinding. No, that's a big no-no. And... Uh, yeah, so this is kind of the balance I'm trying, kind of struggling at the moment. Um, I don't want to bore you too much more with this. If you have any 
you know, suggestions, ideas, make sure to shoot me a message on Twitter. Yeah. Again, sorry about like the randomness of posting these episodes. Uh, I would like to be more consistent, but again, crazy. But I, I you can count on an episode every week. <laughs> so I think that's good. And um, you can follow me on Twitter, WBTiago. You can find the new podcast that we just created, Lessons for, from a Podcaster. Um, on any streaming platform or YouTube. Uh, I will also link it in the show notes. And um, you can, uh, I think that's it, basically. Just review, share this episode with all of your friends. Welcome to 2024. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you next time. <laughs>